Hi, and welcome to the Contra Corriente podcast produced by sophomores at High Tech High in San Diego, California. Uh, my name is Zeke, and I am uh, I'm accompanied by Alex and Rashad. Uh, and in this episode, we will be sharing our knowledge about the Black Panther Party. Uh, and this podcast is an example. Sorry, is an example of the Black Panther's beginning and in the new Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party was a social rights activist group that was hated mostly by uh, right-winged people. Uh, the original headquarters in Oakland reached out to a Black student union uh, in a high school to form a San Diego Black Panther Party branch. They formed the, the SD Black Panther Party in 1967. They provided food for the homeless, elderly, and school children of color, and they fought for better living conditions, better education, housing, and for the end of police brutality. They formed the Black Panther Party because, quote, we were also suffering from a lot of social, economic, and political inequalities, end quote, and to fight police brutality. So the Black Panther Party started its decline around the 70s due to a lot of arrests and mainstream media shining a bad light on them. They were also very low on money, and the fact that there were so many police raids happening against them did not help. Ultimately, the Black Panther Party dissolved in 1982. The new Black Panther Party is an American black nationalist organization founded in Dallas, Texas, 1989, which hoped to encourage black citizens in community activism. Despite its name, the NBPP is not an official successor to the original Black Panther Party. The NBPP portrays itself as a militant, modern-day expression of the Black power environment. One of its main goals was to increase Black representation of the, on the Dallas School Board. By 1993, the group had moved into extremism and organized the National Black Power Summit and Youth Rally, which drew around 200 attendees. All right. Hey, guys. So now we are just talking about um, what we have taken away from uh, this researching experience that we have gotten and what we have learned from uh, the Black Panther Party. So I would just like to ask Zeke and Alex, uh, what are your main takeaways? What stuck with you? Um, what is something that you found surprising, et cetera? Well, I, I'll say that um, I think it's kind of ridiculous that uh, they were portrayed as like these terrorists, you know? Yeah. Um, every yeah. every 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 website I found said that uh like they were portrayed by the police and all these people by to be terrorists mm-hmm. when they weren't that at all. Yeah. I remember that. That really stuck with me too because um because what I read that like what they did, I was reading uh, two different articles. I read an article that was uh, that was written by the Black Panther Party and one that was written by uh, I think it was like a like a police report about what happened, and uh, the police report mentioned that that they were like domestic terrorists. They were uh, hurting everyone. They weren't uh, um, benefiting anyone. But on the Black Panther Party side, they were mentioning how they um, provided food for the elderly, the um, the the school children, and the homeless people of color, and uh, and that they were like like real like heroes to them basically yeah yeah it's 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 yeah i mean i don't know 
that's it's just ridiculous. What do you think, Alex? Um, yeah, that that was pretty interesting to me how people portrayed him as, you know, bad people. So, so really, you know, that they helped a lot of people. That that's good. That's good. But you know, at some points, you can see how people thought they were terrorists. Cause although they they had good intentions and all of that, like all like that, um, they did some things, I guess like, not not peacefully, but still you know still I uh, I think they had they had their best they had the good things they had a uh, good intentions as well to help out the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd really. also say that um, if it was like. A white group doing those things, they would never be portrayed as terrorists like that. Definitely not. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I also, I, I think I know why they uh, actually classified them as terrorists, as dangerous, because back then white people were afraid, and and today, uh, white people are afraid of black people um, gaining their own knowledge and their own sense of identity, because. Um, back in the day, I was reading this Malcolm X book. Um, he was talking about his days in the detention home, how um, his white owners could not like understand the I- or the idea, the the fact that Malcolm was not a pet, and that he had his own um, he had his own identity, his own thoughts, his own feelings, and that they weren't able to actually comprehend that. And there's actually a um, something very familiar just happened on January 6th when uh, w- when we started to gain power, the, the left side, when black and white people started to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the right side, the Confederate side, they started to literally storm the Capitol to, quote, try and take back what's theirs, even though we are just fighting for equality. And that's the same thing that happened back in the 1860s after the uh, what was it? I think it was the Reconstruction, where white people and black people started to work together, and um, the Confederate side started a huge massacre and just started just like killing everyone. So yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, they're afraid of black people gaining their own power within themselves. Yeah, yeah I agree. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. that is a big reason why the uh, the Black Panther Party started. Um, do you guys have any any thoughts or feelings? Like, how do you guys feel about this topic? Um, after hearing about the Black Panther Party, I kind of want to be part of one because, like, because like the the way that they just like like they're, they're always so dignified. And I was watching a video of them uh walk through like like the town square. They would all walk single file line, leather jackets, the their beret hats halfway on, and an afro on the other side, and just like just like the power within them just walking, is it, it it's something else. Like I thought it was quite amazing. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. Yeah, if what's it called? If I could, I would definitely be a part of it as well. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we. Yeah, wraps up. Stop. Yeah, wraps up our discussion. On the Black Panther Party. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say I think we need to um, stop. Just like, I mean, just stop. I mean, I mean, I don't know what I was going with this, but just I guess just stop 
being racist. I don't know. But like, yeah. Like, just, like, stop portraying these people in a bad light because it's not at all yeah. how it is. And when you said uh, just stop being racist, um, I saw this or I heard this uh, this little talk with uh, Morgan Freeman. And he said that um, that he does not that he did, no longer wants a uh, a black history month, because why does uh, our history yeah, have I mean, to be um, yeah. j- just like condensed to one month? And exactly. um, he said that to stop all of this racism that's going on. He said to literally just stop talking about it, that he's not going to refer to someone as a white man and he, and he doesn't want them to refer to him as a black man, that we're all just one person. But I agree with that. But I also think that it's good to acknowledge, but also appreciate and celebrate our differences. And I think that's like another thing that will help stop racism. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. That's a good way of thinking Thank you for listening to the Contra Corriente podcast. More episodes can be found on Instagram TV at Project Contra Corriente. Thanks again.